welcome to yet another episode of Roomies at the Movies. But today's quite special. Today is more like a special episode, Roomies, not at the movies, but rather at home. Yes. Where you should be too right now, I'm guessing. We're And still back safe. with another episode. Um, but yeah, let's get straight to it. Corona yeah. has hit again. And uh, the measures are back and cinemas are unfortunately closing. Although necessary, it's quite heartbreaking. And uh, I think everyone has to adjust, right? Yeah, it pretty much really sucks. Yeah. It's really sad. But don't despair. Since we still got you covered. And um, just because you can't go to the movies anymore, that doesn't mean that you can't watch movies anymore. Amazing movies. And um, we're here to make sure that even though you cannot really leave your house anymore... You are still gonna have a blast at home. And you can travel through these amazing films, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's <laughs> kind of cocky. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, we can still brighten our horizons. Exactly. And we've already actually started doing it. Yeah. Um, so we're switching it up a little bit, huh? Yeah, changing a bit our concept because obviously since we cannot go to any more cinemas in Amsterdam for quite a while, I suppose... Um, we're thinking, okay, how can we solve this issue? And we really want to kind of still guide you through the cinematic sphere of um, what is out there. And uh, I think we kind of have figured out how we can still provide you a guide and like kind of create a programming specially cr catered to our listeners who want to discover more directors, more genres, and really, yeah, travel through time and space. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually really excited for this because me personally, I'm really reluctant to watch actual films at home on my laptop. I don't really, like, it's not the same feeling, of course, so mm. I don't really do it a lot. Um, and when I'm home, I watch more, like, just Netflix series and stuff like that. But, you know, just because, like we can't go to the cinema doesn't mean my interest in cinema is gone, right? Exactly. And I still love seeing new movies that I really, like, that, that are inspiring. So I think it's going to be good for us and hopefully good for you as well. Yeah. So that you, you can all discover something new. I mean, watching something on your laptop does not immediately mean binge watching and exactly, Netflix Exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, we want to show you guys what is out there and... We're also providing you platforms where you can actually watch for free beyond, um, obviously, Netflix, Amazon, Hulu. All of those. Everyone knows those platforms. And we really understand that it's maybe not as accessible for us as students, especially during a pandemic where the economy is kind of breaking. Mm. <laughs> not kind of, but really badly. Mm. So... Um, There's some streaming platforms for students and... That also, especially like, I mean, we all love a good Netflix show, let's not yeah. lie, but like the selection on Netflix of like classical, actual art house movies is not very big and it's pretty yeah. difficult also once your algorithm is up and going to discover something new that actually sparks your interest, at least for me. Um, so we're bringing to you a few alternative streaming yeah. services that are actually for free of charge if you're a student. <laughs> But I do want to point out that 
we're gonna try our best to also dig through Netflix's selection. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Because there are actually some great movies and like yeah. very known movies as well, like Interstellar, Children of Men, great movies to watch, um, regardless if you're at yeah, the for cinema sure. or not. But um, I always feel like yeah. on Netflix, you tend to just binge something away. Mm. And it's not it's not the same experience binging yeah. something for hours and hours or just watching one good movie at night and then and talk then about it, you know, <laughs> which is really actually a very pleasant thing to do. Yeah. So which one is the first one that we would like to introduce? Um, okay, so the first one is for all the Cineville uh, pass holders, which is Vitamin Cineville. And this, if you don't have a plat- uh, like a account yet, I highly advise you to get one, especially since cinemas are closing. It's really hard for them to, you know, survive because this is hitting hard all of the employees, the owners. And actually, Cineville is trying to still support them in a way. And they're giving us the option of either pausing our subscription or um, continuing to pay a monthly fee. We can still watch movies that are added weekly to their big selection on their streaming platform but I for me personally I really want to continue paying for my subscription so that the cinemas hopefully can still open again after all of this madness is over yeah but it's important to say if you personally cannot like don't have the means maybe you were hit as well yeah and you don't have the means to do that you can still access vitamin cinema even if you pause your subscription yeah. so that's actually very generous of them and um, <coughs> there's a great selection online so don't underestimate that very there are great. a lot of really really cool movies also recent ones that are currently up mm-hmm. and running in the theaters and that's maybe one of the only platforms where you actually get the chance to see yeah. them um, it's only accessible though if you're in the Netherlands. I remember in the first oh, really? lockdown, yeah, I was back home in Berlin and I tried to access it and it's not possible. So either you have a good VPN if you're abroad or if you're cozy at home here in Amsterdam or in the Netherlands, you can still watch everything. So yeah, and yeah. if I if I am correct, you can use a UVA VPN and connect oh, right. to it, and then you can get uh, access to that. That should work. Platform. That's right. So. Yeah, just a heads up for that one. Yes. And uh, there's a diverse selection. So I think there's something for everyone. Also, for all the anime fans, your name (laughs) is on it. Your name is on it. So definitely go and see it. (laughs) And Weathering With You, which I talked about last week, is also on it. So go give it a shot. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Check it out. Um, The second one that I'd like to introduce you to is called Mubi. Um, That's M-U. B-I. And actually, my sister introduced me to it. And um, for students, you can sign up with your university email address for free. And otherwise, I think it's like $6.99 or something. Don't mistake me. But um, basically, what's really great about Mubi is they screen recent and old movies. Um, a vast selection, actually. And they're changing it up quite frequently. So all movies that are on there um, are on there for, I think, an entire month. Um, And after that, they're gone. So they have, I think, a selection of like 30 movies or something all the time so that it's not too hard for you to choose either because we all know that like sometimes you just spend hours and hours strolling and you can't really decide what to watch and then the entire night is gone and you end up not watching anything. And I mean, this is also quite reminiscent of actually going to the theater. You have a small selection of films that they provide to you. And And they run out. After some time, they will not be available anymore. So... 
it's pretty easy to make a, a section and they it, it's very nicely like um it's a very nice selection how do you say that it's very nicely curated like a nice curated thrift shop you can uh, find some <laughs> good uh, gems mean, on there the selection is indeed quite intriguing i would yeah. say and also a lot that i haven't heard about it's very international cinema as well a lot of small independent productions that you might also like never see anywhere else so it's really cool to support over there as well All right, so moving on, uh, we have Le Cinema Club, <laughs> <laughs> which is also a streaming platform, but it's a different greatly one, different a from anything I've ever heard of. Uh, Theresa introduced me to this one, and um, they say it is a uniquely curated streaming platform that only screens one film every week. So it's easy to pick. Yeah, so you'd basically, you're not giving any choice. <laughs> But I think this is actually a great opportunity to be exposed to new things. Also because they are highly focused on short films, which I think not a lot of people watch short films. Yeah, which is a shame because yeah. there are a lot of really good ones out Especially there. Especially in an era where humans are have such a short attention span. I mean... If you cannot handle watching a three-hour <laughs> movie, maybe this is a platform for you. And it's completely free. So, um, Le Cinema Club, um, L-E, and then Cinema, <laughs> and then Club. <laughs> um, you can find it online. Um, yeah, and there's no fee at all, right? No, it's yeah. completely free. It's really cool. Like I just discovered it as well, and I'm actually really looking forward to... Um, taking advantage of their and offer because i don't know anything films. oh really yeah that's really cool films. that's so, nice yeah, uh, yeah definitely check that out i really want to like expand my knowledge of shorts i really mm. don't know much about it like only at festivals when you go see festivals yeah. like sometimes i would be watching a selection of short films and that's actually quite nice so yeah um, i must say it's quite a shame because i know nothing about short films yeah. <laughs> i mean it's you a know, new field especially i feel like as film students This is something we have to kind of get into yeah. because, you know, when you start off, it's kind of like with a short film. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah, that's true. So, so maybe um, that's a new goal for this lockdown, you know, maybe. get into shorts, <laughs> make a short film. <laughs> <coughs> All right, let's slow down. <laughs> let's get into the last one. The last suggestion that we have for you is called Canopy. That's with a K and then kind of be i don't know actually all of the ab mentioned above platforms we will also be posting on our new instagram channels oh i we always are forgot on there now <laughs> as well yeah. you can find us at roomies at the movies spelled But exactly like the like the podcast, <laughs> podcast. pretty self-explanatory and um we're posting some fun behind the scenes content and of our lovely recordings we're updating you guys what we're seeing recently maybe teasing a little bit what yes. we're gonna talk about next and obviously providing as much guidance in the film sphere, sphere as we can yes so and we yeah. also um like yesterday we um curated everything and uploaded quite a lot and we selected some <laughs> lovely stills from everything that we have already discussed and when i was selecting the stills from baby teeth oh my god i needed to listen <laughs> to the soundtrack again i got so reminiscent i got so sad and happy <laughs> and excited again at the same time so um if you're looking for a feel like that please go and check it out um but actually i was talking about canopy i just got sidetracked a little bit it is at roomies at the movies yes on instagram 
go give it a follow if you want to stay updated with us. That's it. Continuing on. Yeah, we're quite <laughs> excited about this fun new project. Um, <clears throat> okay, Canopy, moving on, is another streaming platform that is focused on independent films. Um, and it's free if you are a university student. You can log in. Like, I tried it out with the University of Amsterdam, since we're UVA students, right? <clears throat> Here at UVA Radio, so, <laughs> yeah, whatever. And um, UVA is supported, so you can just log in with your university login, and um, then it's completely free of charge, which is awesome. And they have a huge collection. It's more like Netflixy, but independent films. But a lot, a lot, a lot of films. A lot of classics, a lot that, like, maybe it's your goal for this lockdown to catch up on stuff that you've missed out on. I don't know. So then this is a really great platform for you to um, watch some stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. So, um, so what is today about? Today... We're trying out our concept for the first time. Yeah, we're which switching is it up. Giving you a guide, and we focus on one single director or genre that we really want to talk about. And today it's Pedro Aldemo Almodovar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Pedro Almodovar. <laughs> I still struggle pronouncing his last name. Uh, I'm so sorry. That's Almodovar. Quite okay. That's all right. So this. Um, director, Spanish director, has around 21 movies under his belt already. Mm -hmm. He's been very active and um, such a unique style. Amazing, really. I really love mind him. Mind blowing. Ugh. It's very campy, right? Super campy. Yeah. yeah. I really love it. And um, yeah, basically, I think we should introduce you a little bit if you don't know him mm -hmm. already. I mean, he's um, he's an Academy Award winner has won a lot of trophies he's quite famous by now but if you've not come across of many of his films now is the chance for you to watch them they're all currently on movie by the way like a very big selection of his films so if you sign up there you can all watch them there um and basically pedro amadovar was born in 1949 and um he kind of came to prominence as a director after the Francis Spain. Um, he's all self-taught since he couldn't go to film school because he, like A, he didn't have the financial means to afford it and B, he was um, in like the age where you would go into an education like that when Franco, is that how you say it? Franco, Franco, the dictator, you know him, um, yeah. had closed down all film schools in his dictatorship regime so he didn't even have the possibility to actually go. Um, so basically what he did is he worked on a flea market selling um, things there and also as like an assistant in a telephone company. That's it's so crazy. random, right? <laughs> it's so cool. And um, that's how he made money to purchase his first film camera. And then he just started filming. He did a lot of shorts back in the day. Um, and uh, what we know his movies for today is basically for... Working with very certain actors quite a lot. Antonio Banderas. <laughs> For example, Penelope Cruz also. And um, yeah, quite a few other ones as well. These are the big, big names. Yeah. That surprisingly, honestly, before I was introduced to his um, films, I really did not know that Antonio Banderas and Penelope Cruz were, were like, like that. These movies, yeah. especially like it is important to pi point out that Pedro... Almodovar is quite old, but I feel like 
his style and like the stories that he tells are not at all antiquated like he really it's timeless actually is very also open to a lot of things and shows a lot of stories about mm. gender identity mm. and sexuality and really kind of liberates uh the person in whatever they want to be and who they love which i think yeah. is really amazing and yeah it's like also i would say like political and sexual freedom is a very big like complex topic yeah. complex of his films like um what else like it's very melodramatic yeah as He, someone actually yeah. oh sorry <laughs> someone actually uh pointed out which i mean this is kind of old fashioned to say but he is a women's director and that he mm -hmm. tells a lot of stories of women i mean all about my mother also is a story about three women there's uh a transgender woman like homosexual figures appear all the time which is just so surprising because i really did not expect when i was like watching a 2011 movie even i mean it's not that long ago but mm -hmm. You know, in 2011, you wouldn't It's have a ago, queer yeah. character just randomly appear and without, like, making a whole story about it, you mm. know? And in his films, you see, like, these characters who are just, uh, I like women, and that's it, you know? There's no, it's just normal. Yeah. And I really love that part of his, of his movies. movies his work, yeah. yeah. Um, also, he's known for having very complex narratives, very multi-layered a lot of like plot twists very insane you have to twists. like pay attention you can't just snack it away you have to pay attention like there's a lot of shocking elements maybe. but i mean his movies mm. are quite gripping right oh, like absolutely I mean you don't want to snack it away <laughs> either you want to pay attention to all the details like this is really for me his like movies are really like high class cinema You know, mm. like he knows what he is doing. And I think it's so cool because like he is self-taught, as I just said. And like it's so he really knows all the components of what like makes a good movie. And it's so I'm quite personal. obsessed, I have to say. I mean, you were talking about like earlier when we were biking to the studio, we <laughs> were talking and Theresa was talking about how brave and personal his yeah. films are. He basically said, um, like in an interview that I watched with him, he said to be a good director, he thinks that it's really important that you focus on only your own interests, what really grips you, what you like to do when no one is watching. You should use stuff that you might be even terrified to use in your movies. And you should never pay attention to fashionable themes right now, fashionable like camera movements, that's what he said, that you think are cool at the moment. He says that you really have to go really deep into yourself And find things that you think are probably only interesting to yourself. And mm. that's how you can make something think, that other people are interested to. And I think that's really great. Like, I that's think this a great is mentality. so reflected yeah. in his work. Especially, I mean, we've seen like... Um, quite a few. Quite a know. few movies. Mm -hmm. And I mean, also in our uh, syllabus for our new course, we also mm. have a movie f uh, by um, Aldo Almodovar. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but um, he definitely, like, reflects that. I mean, when we watched Dolores y Gloria, like, uh, the graphics, I was so shocked, you know, about... I feel like there's a lot of medical themes coming yeah. up in his... In cinema, science Like, in stuff. his films. Yeah. And, like, scientific things, like, 
going, I think the way he goes beyond like cinematic, uh, no, scientific like morals and like boundaries, he does mm -hmm. the same in his films, kind of. And, and when I watch them, like from the color grading, like it's so untraditional from what you see from. It's the quite provocative classics. too. Yeah, I like, would say it's like really controversial. Like, like he is brave with the topics <laughs> that he tackles. Not like it's a choice. And the way he <laughs> portrays them, right? It's like very in your face. Yeah. Like so colorful. Like the color yeah. red is so oh. vibrant. And then the glossiness, right? Yes. Like glossy props. The skin is glowing. The hair has like I don't know. It's shiny. And then mm -hmm. there's like sequin dresses mm -hmm. and. So can be it really can be colors. very extra it's honestly so like visually stimulating and then the story just adds on to it and it's like we finished watching the movie and we run out into the yes, kitchen screaming at our yes. room <laughs> and that's basically the first one actually that we want to really advise you to watch that's called the skin i live in jesus christ 2011 <laughs> production when i found out oh my god i was like what and we we had so many questions we were like so many is this problematic is but this then i offensive? did some i did some is research apparently it's not problematic as i thought <laughs> which is it's just very weird it's so daring i mean if i was a director i would probably not there to make it's a movie so like brave this. to make a movie like that <laughs> basically we don't want to spoil you but the yeah. overall narrative is kind of um a very scary surgeon holds a beautiful mysterious intriguing woman and whimsical captive. woman right yeah he holds her captive in his house and then there's also flashbacks of his family life. And also, mm. it gives it's all you, interwoven. Like, it's very complex. Hints, a complex narrative. It's like giving you hints that he has, um, he's doing some kind of like scientific or medical testing on her, mm -hmm. creating like this super resistant skin mm -hmm. of sorts. And at first, you're just like, who is this woman? We were wondering the entire time. Oh my who god! Who is she? Did he make her? What yeah, we were is like the deal with this girl. Taking breaks from the movies from time to, to discuss, time, yeah. or like getting something to eat or a drink cause <laughs> because it was really insane. Because that's the great insane. thing that you can do when you watch at home. You know, that's true. I actually, personally, I really enjoyed the fact that you know, in the cinema, you're really quiet yeah. and you cannot really communicate to others what yeah. you're feeling right now, but like. I think one thing that we can maybe have a positive view on about watching at home is that if you're watching with someone, you can really like communicate all the feelings you're going through. And I mean, yesterday, there were quite a lot <laughs> of stimulating thoughts going. I couldn't sleep for like another hour. I actually didn't tell you yet. Like, oh. I was sitting like, in my bed after <laughs> watching, we watched it quite late. So after I couldn't sleep because my mind was like going on and on and thinking about so many different things because it was so stimulating. And I had to look up a lot of things that were just like questions that arose after watching this. Um, and first of all, the narrative, I would like to say, is provocative, but everything looks so sexy, I have to say. <laughs> the interior design. Everything looks so sexy. It's true, so no? It's true. Like, I must agree. the house in which the majority of the story is set, I want to live in this fucking house. Oh my it's God. It's really crazy how he makes something, <sighs> I mean, it's 
some of the things that happen are so vulgar, but mm-hmm. he creates a tasteful decor around it, which is really it's conflicting in my mind. Everything looks so great. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, I can only repeat it. Everything just looks like I want to have it, you know? It's really also like it's my very type expensive. of design that I like. So Very yeah. expensive looking houses. Yeah. Indeed. He uses a very shapes. interesting shapes, I was yeah. just going to say. And have you paid attention to the artworks in this movie? Like in the house, in like the different backgrounds, the artworks, the selection of Excessive. artworks <laughs> was insane though. Like it contributed so much. It was so cool. I mean, there's so much um, foreshadowing in the decor itself mm-hmm. already. And I think it's really insane how everything that is shown in the movie, like in the pictures, you can really, like, later, if you rewatch the movie or when you're done watching it, you're like, wait, they showed that because of this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that painting it's was very hanging there well thought because he wanted us to know this yes, before yes, anything yes. happens. Like, um, we really want to... Stop spoiling <laughs> anyone because we haven't we, spoiled yet. I yeah, think. I know, but I wanted to just you say, want to something, say something, okay? But just like a little tiny mm-hmm. spoiler, there's like this one distinct scene where this guy uh tells this other girl, like, oh, about a dress, you know, and then later at the very end, it comes up again, oh, right? And I'm just like, how. How did I miss that in the beginning? How did I mm. not pay attention? Pay attention or like realize at that very moment in such an early stage of the story that this means something, something. that's true. So yeah. important to the plot. Yeah. And I I don't know. It, it's so amazing. It's fantastic. Yeah. I read online um something like The Skin I Live In is a morally complicated puzzle film. And I don't know a better way to put it. That's what it is. But like, just to give you a heads up, I actually suggested that we would watch that yesterday night. Um, it turned out it was it's categorized as a horror film. I think if you are a listener of this podcast, you know I don't do that. I don't watch horror films. But I didn't read it as a horror it's film. More a th- a it's more a psychological thriller, yeah. I would say. It's so gripping. It's so suspenseful. It's very morally ah, challenging. I mean, crazy. the it questions what like humanness even is. A so little many bit. animalistic symbols. Very much. It's kind of crazy. Like there's even this one character. They call him El Tigre, <laughs> and he's like a tiger, like in a tiger costume because yeah. it's carnival and. Um, He's so disgusting. <clears throat> yeah. I don't want to talk about it. But uh, I also like was listening to this one podcast about Almodovar's work where they also point out how he kind of like turns all the the pages around of the like, I guess, book of rules of what a human is and what yes. a gender is, what sexual identity is, all these things. And he really like in the skin i live in i feel like he really turned everything upside down and was like really especially like the woman figure that is like imprisoned in this surgeon's mansion we really learn how he turned all the cards around on 
gender. He did and, the unexpected too. And um, really, I don't know how to explain it, but I think <laughs> I don't want to Yeah, we have to be careful. I think what you mean is maybe he also said that in another interview that I um, consumed. <laughs> he was like, "You should never think about conventional rules of filmmaking. Yeah. You should challenge everything that you've ever learned about." how to make a film and i think he kind of expanded like he went over a lot of boundaries yeah. in this one and not just film making boundaries no also just like moral <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like how you know so th uh, this one podcast person was talking about how um he loves all people except straight men <laughs> which i thought was really interesting, interesting that he right? said that uh -huh. but then i was like well judging Actually, from the movies yeah. that i've seen it might be true it might be true there's no I'm i, I so can't surprised. think of a positive straight ma male figure like I, ca i can't think of any character that was positively I mean, portrayed it's hard to root for anyone yeah in yeah movies. his yeah. movies really show like the worst of everyone yeah. almost yeah <laughs> Okay, so the skin I live in is pretty heavy, though, I would say. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, if... Also, maybe if you're sensitive to um, scenes of sexual harassment, maybe yeah, this is not warning. for you to watch because it's quite explicit in that sense. Um, um, it's very... Makes you feel very... How can I put it? It's very uncomfortable. At unease, like... I mean... Oof. It's really heavy. We want to put yeah. out the trigger warning yeah. that there are scenes of rape and assault. Yeah. Sexual assault. Very so, explicit. Um, very, and also very. scenes of insane torture, mm -hmm. which, I mean, I think not everyone can watch that. No. And so be aware that when you consume uh, Almodovar's movies, he does have a lot of those kind of themes going But in But not movies. in everything. That's why I'm saying, like, another one that you could watch... Is uh, Dora e Gloria, for example? Or I do you want to say something? Uh, yeah, like one last remark? Yeah. One last remark uh, regarding to that is also the insane drug use in yeah. his movies. That's is a reoccurring theme. Something, too. I mean, I don't know how it is for anyone who's like not in the greatest space regarding mm. drugs and stuff like that. But in his movies, everyone is on fucking drugs mm. somehow. Mm -hmm. So True. be aware of that. Now, yes, very casual. <laughs> okay, um, another one that you could watch that's maybe a little more lightweight, that's actually his most recent film. It's called Dole Gloria, Pain and Glory. It's from 2019. Um, and it's actually autobiographical. So um, that's a, a little more light. And it is the story of a late director who's kind of stuck in a creative crisis again portrayed by who else could it be antonio banderas antonio banderas antonio <laughs> um, i only know how to say it in portuguese <laughs> it's so funny actually to see those same actors all the time but in different roles i, th I really think that's interesting if but directors like do that all the roles the are the different time. but somehow it just makes sense like It's there's a certain It's like different facets of a person yeah. maybe. It's like it's kind of they're reincarnated somehow into a different life mm -hmm. and role and different mm -hmm. surroundings which I don't know, it's very masterful of him. I feel like he really knows how to like through obviously probably knowing um those actors then very well if you work with them on multiple multiple different projects you like know their strengths and weaknesses probably very well so he can really write 
tailored for them and that's um like definitely something that comes in as a pure strength in his movies i would say um yeah dolly gloria also like so basically he's this um late director who is organizing a reunion of his biggest success and he's reaching out to the actors and actresses that starred in this movie whom he has not spoken to in 32 years and um then he gets into heroin with this <laughs> protagonist of this movie who he reunites yeah. with and then it features a lot of scenes of his childhood his upbringing his mother I mean, motherhood very big topic as the as the title says it really portrays like the um, glories of mm -hmm. his life and, and the, the pain that he goes through because um i mean now he's like suffering from does he have cancer at the end i don't like I don't this remember. is not a spoiler by the way no, it, no, doesn't, no, it really doesn't really matter, matter. Uh, but he does have a lot of health issues he's just also getting old as well and yeah, yeah getting old and i mean addicted to pills and everything mm -hmm. like that so you know it really portrays like the downfall of someone mm. who once reached like the very top and um th the same like the story the way it's told and the mise-en-scene of the again whole story. i want to live in this house <laughs> i just really like the interior design it's like maybe you should move to spain <laughs> i think it's so beautiful and actually also i think his movies are really nice to watch right now because they're so colorful and so warm and since and they're set in spain it's like more summery like the vibe that you get from them and maybe that's actually quite nice to watch something like that in a pretty dark november that we are in currently um so Yeah, and Pain and Glory, Dole Gloria, is um, an autobiographical work, yeah. which I think is, again, very brave. Like, if you, after watching that, if you're related to his own personal history, that's very, like, beautiful that he made something like this. And I think the flashbacks were so beautiful. Yeah. It almost looks like a painting. It does. A lot of scenes. I mean, yeah. It's very yeah. artistic. It's very gorgeous. Yeah. Also, there's this really attractive man in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just want to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> And actually, um, our very good friend Eric um, says it's the best movie that he's seen all year. Oh, right. We watched it earlier this year in Cinemas, Shout out to actually. Eric. <laughs> um, so it's a very like big recommendation mm -hmm. to grab that. It's not as heavy as um, The Skin I Live In at all. Oh, it's very, it's a very all. different type of movie, but still, if you like high-level filmmaking, very nice interior not, design. This is not really a it. suspenseful movie. No, no. It's just like a drama i would say um about like a melodrama i mm -hmm. would say so and it handles a lot about uh, family motherhood mm -hmm. i would mm -hmm. say which is quite the reoccurring theme mm -hmm. i feel like uh almodovar has something about moms oh so absolutely he even says so he says moms tell the tells yeah. tell the best stories and if you want to write a good story you should watch your mom exactly and write down everything that she's doing and what, <laughs> how she's talking and you should get really good And listening without being seen. That's what mm -hmm. he says. So that makes me question quite a lot about this gonna live in. Because if that relates to his personal life, then I want to know a couple of things. I just um, want to point out something <clears throat> uh, that I read online about him. I read this in a subreddit <laughs> uh, where someone was like, oh, I wish Almodovar would just take his gender identity issues um, To the therapist and not to the big screen, which I thought was quite um, 
maybe a little bit offensive, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I think he really tackles these themes, and I think it's really important mm-hmm. to listen and watch what he wants like what he's showing us especially mm-hmm. i think also in that subreddit i read about a lot of people saying that these movies really help them in their self-discovery i can imagine yeah which i think it's something to really think That's about remarkable yeah if someone yeah. manages to do that so um, yeah i think we need to move on because yeah we got carried away always, <laughs> we, get we carried got away. carried away I think we can almost wrap it up. The last thing that I want to say, if you are really not in the mood for something that either is so suspenseful that you can't sleep for another hour or that really makes you cry, which Dole Gloria might do, um, you can watch a comedy by him. He also does comedy. and um, I'm so excited. <laughs> and I just can't hide it. That's the um, movie. I'm that's so movie. excited. Yeah, 2013. Um, and it's set on an airplane. And it is so random is it not kind of musically it's super musically and (laughs) the colors are so poppy and it's very random happenings basically the broad outline of the story is um it's set on an airplane and while something went wrong with the aircraft they have to circle over madrid and are looking for a spot to do an emergency landing and the crew decided the time um well i can't speak anymore the crew um decides to spontaneously drug again drugs um (laughs) to spontaneously drug all passengers to keep them entertained and then a lot of stories unravel and it's it's really hilarious there is singing there is dancing it's really funny so that's the last one i could recommend if you're more in the funny mood um yeah yeah i think this concludes our portrait i would say of we tried our best yeah and a little guide to yeah. expose you guys to new directors that you may not know or already know but want to know more about mm-hmm. so this is a really big yeah. recommendation i really enjoy this movie so much and i want to watch so many more <laughs> and you're very welcome i mean now that we have our instagram page up and running at roomies at the movies <coughs> uh, on instagram <laughs> Uh, you can always feel free to send in some recommendations, what you guys think we should talk about Yeah, more. I'd love to hear it. If you have some streaming platforms that maybe we don't know about, but you do, more than welcome. And we're very excited to, through all of these difficult times, to still provide you guys with a little... Um, get away i would say yeah. <laughs> and to maybe challenge yourself yeah. a little bit like watch something new try out something new what yeah, i can highly recommend zone. is um don't watch movies that much alone in your bed go and ma- become closer to your roommates watch them with your roommates if you together, have any. if you have any as well exactly because if you do for me i think it's much more fun you know just like cuddle up together watch them together you can discuss them it's fun you know it's really nice so um, do that also don't be sad there's some movies that we watch that unfortunately we are not gonna go in depth about because you can no longer see it since the cinemas are closed but uh we did see sweet thing by (sighs) alexander rockwell uh is it 2019 or Mm -hmm. 2020 I'm not sure. Anymore. I'm not sure right now. But um, we did post it on our Instagram. So we really liked it a lot. We loved it so much. It's it was a very so important movie too. 
it's a story that you've seen before but you haven't seen it told like that yeah it, i mean the style was really unique and i must say i was so skeptical in the beginning i was like where is this going i don't know if this is some pretentious like <laughs> filmmaker again <laughs> like making all about you know the artistic or like you know sometimes you really have to worry about the content too yeah. right it's not just about making beautiful uh pictures and i mean they really made everything that they did purposeful which mm -hmm. i think is really nice so yeah uh, go catch that on our instagram page because mm -hmm. we also post about these viewings mm -hmm. that we don't talk about on the podcast yeah i haven't seen it on any online platform yet Maybe if you do some research, you can you can find it. Maybe it's gonna be online anytime soon, or otherwise, once cinemas are open again, you can maybe watch it. It's really nice. Um, yeah, I think that's it for today. No, I think we kind of got it. Yeah, I um, think so too. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to say, guys, don't be sad. Maybe you can learn something new in this time. You know, we hope you're all okay. You're not dealing with any physical or also mental challenges due to these times right now. Um, and I hope you stay in good spirits. You stay in good moods. Yeah. Have a great day today. Be safe and uh, come back yes. soon. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>